0: Okay, Ulysses, we roll along in our player review series for the Tampa Bay Rays, and today we're going to spotlight a dude that can certainly put bat to ball, and that is Harold Ramirez.
1: Super fun player to watch, 2022 revelation. Maybe we talked about the revelation on the pitching staff. Now we talk about the one position player-wise, so let's get started right now.
0: You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays
1: podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Zambrano,
0: And we are the host of the Locked on Rays podcast podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, Be sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel of ours, Locked On Ray, as you can check out some good stuff there. Uh, Also, interact with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and we love mailbag questions, emails. Uh, Send us an email, voice memo, tell us where you're Emailing or voice, memo me, uh, voice memoing from you know whether it's from Tampa or Dunedin or Portugal, whatever it may be, we love to hear from our listeners locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally as well. Uh, so, with that uh, housekeeping aside, let's dive into Harold Ramirez, the player. What went well? What went wrong his future with the team and we give him a final grade for 2022.
1: Let's do that indeed. Look at this slash line for Harold 300 batting average. I mean that's that's for old heads. That's pretty cool. Good for him. 300, 343 on base 404 slugging. That's a 747 OPS. He had only 6 home runs, 58 RBI, a walk rate of 4.4%, a K rate of 16.6. He was a 1.2 F4 guy, a 119 WRC plus, a 119 OPS plus, um, and again, this is one that uh, we've stressed multiple times with a lot of players. The BSR, the base running category, uh, according to Fangraphs, he was rated. Drum roll, please. Positive or negative? Yeah, you guessed it, everybody. A negative, negative <laughs> 2.3. So. Out of all of those things, let's start with the positives. This is a revelation. Nobody expected this guy to hit 300 with a 747 OPS, playing DH, first base, right field, left field, as much as he did. Right, Kevin? I mean, this was not expected by anybody. No,
0: it's sort of like Jeffrey Springs. It was an extremely, extremely pleasant major way and that's probably an understatement uh to put it mildly i mean his acquisition was kind of a footnote of oh yeah yeah yeah." the rays went out and got harold ramirez they traded esteban quiros and that was that it's like okay we'll, we'll see what happens i don't think anybody in their right minds would have expected him to put up the line that he did and not only the line that he put up um but It seemed like Harold Ramirez was the guy when the Rays were facing a pitcher that uh, nobody else could get to, nobody else could get a hit off, uh, nobody else could figure it out. Harold Ramirez seemed to be a guy like when he came up to the plate of, if there's one guy that can do it, that can get a hit off said pitcher, it's Harold Ramirez. He's at least going to make contact and hit the ball hard and spray the ball all all over the field. And as you can see by his 300 batting average, uh, he oftentimes did that.
1: And it was. I love that you you say that uh, when they were struggling against a, a particular pitcher. I can I can think so many instances where it was the fourth fifth inning they don't have a hit, but Harold gets a hit. Or or oh you need a hit and he's oh for three. You're like one for four for Harold seems like that that that's gonna happen. Boom gets a hit. And I understand some people might not like the approach the not the approach but the result of of. How he gets things done, but ultimately, I, 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 he, he did his job. He did his job. Yeah. He was supposed to be a lefty masher, and he was that. I mean, in 111 at ad, bats against left handers, he had a slashing of 360, 413, 459. That's an 872 OPS with two home runs. Like, he did his job against lefties. Uh, against righties, maybe yeah. we can save that for the negatives, but. Uh, he was a lefty smasher. He was always around to get a hit, and for the most part, he stayed healthy. He didn't. He wasn't completely healthy. On you know, it was unfortunate for him. Like he he can't avoid people breaking, you know, or or, or putting fastballs in in his fingers. You know, he can't. Right. That's not his fault.
0: It's not like getting. Oh, I pulled my quad running to first base you got something that's really out of your control by getting hit in the thumb. So it's, it's hard to knock him on that by any means, but as you mentioned um, and not that we're going into a negative here, but I think that people are sometimes off put by the way that Harold Ramirez does his business at the plate where, yeah, sometimes the result, you love to see more power from a guy like him, but because he does, swing at anything and everything or will swing at anything and everything because he can make contact and he doesn't like to walk. I think that's part of the approach that people would wish that he would fine tune, but he is the player that he is. And if if that's how he gets to the numbers that he produces, so be it. I'm fine with it. I think one thing that also sticks out to me, as you mentioned, is the yeah, he's not uh, by any means, uh, going to win any gold gloves, but the fact that, okay, if you need to put him at first or a corner outfield, you can do that. And he seems to be comfortable or okay with being slotted into the designated hitter role, which is a very difficult thing for many, many players out there. And another thing I give Hilder credit to is, um, he's he's bounced around a lot in his career so i do think he's also a guy that really appreciates being able to maybe settle in and and maybe tampa bay can be his home uh for the next couple of years hopefully maybe a, a g-man choy type of situation but he's if you've read anything on harold ramirez it's it, there's nothing analytical about his game it's basically sea ball hit ball just hey what does this guy throw I'll step up to the plate and I'll, I'll make contact with it. He doesn't, he, he he doesn't need anything special, which is, it's really, those are the, the uber, super talented guys where it's like, I don't really know how I do it, but I do it. I find a way to make contact and, and hit the ball hard. Um, it might not, you know, launch very high, but I, I make solid contact. And, you know, we've heard this about Harold too, is, uh, uh, the presence with the organization and with the clubhouse of being uh, a cheerleader for the team and being enthusiastic and being animated and and bringing some pizzazz and flair to a franchise that needs pizzazz and flair and, and a sport that needs pizzazz and flair. And it, and it goes beyond just dyeing your hair color blue. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. We're talking football, basketball, soccer, esports, and more. It is all available at betonline.net. Uh, heck, it's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. We all know that. So head over to their website today or use that mobile device of yours to learn more. BetOnline, it is
1: where the game starts. Yeah, I know, 100%. And And I want to highlight the approach of two things he does. While at the plate, he will swing wildly, especially like tr- trying to jack one um, early in the count. But then the plate coverage and the plate discipline of at least fouling things off will engage, which is pretty cool to see. Like he will take his hacks, they might not be successful, at, at least uh, homer wise, but he does mm-hmm. try to, you know, hurt the ball. Early in the count, then he will kind of change his approach. That is such a good thing to see, and that's why ultimately he's a three hundred hitter. I know a lot of people don't like to, to hear about about batting average, but whatever. I mean, that's to hit three hundred. Ask any ball player. Not I'm not. I'm not telling you to ask. You know. People with their their eyes inside the matrix of a spreadsheet. Now I'm asking ask ball players if they think hitting 300 is something cool that they would like to do, and all of them would unanimously say yes. I would like to hit 300. It just means something. So he did that, and that's tremendous about his approach at the plate. But I also want to highlight, without you know going into the negative uh, segment here without mentioning the sprint speed at 71st percentile which is which is yeah. commendable that's that's good it's not tremendous it's good it's good um you might even have to say it's really good but let's just stay with good the hustle that this guy does is unreal it is remarkable he will hustle every single time out of that box it's it's unreal that you, you see this cuz not a lot of guys do that. I remember Kevin Kiermaier doing that for the first three years, four years of his career. Like, and they, afterwards, they had to tell him, hey, yo, like we need you healthy. Like It's okay right. to kind of not go 100%. But Harold Ramirez doesn't give a crap. He'll go 100% all the time, breaking up double plays. It, it, and he, again, 71st percentile um, in sprint speed. So it's not like he's a slow guy. But he's not the guy with the fastest wheels out there, Kevin. And sometimes that doesn't matter because if you're really hustling as soon as you make contact with the ball, hustling down there to get those 90 feet at first, that could be – a, a choice for the guy behind you, a Wander, a Randy, a Yandi to make some damage because you broke up that double play, because you got that infielder to lose the throw into the stance, and now you are in scoring position. Like those little things count so much, and Harold Ramirez should be highlighted and rewarded for doing that.
0: Yeah, 71st percentile is really good, very good, particularly for. A guy that stands at five feet ten and two hundred thirty-two pounds. This isn't a guy that's five ten and one seventy-five, one eighty. So uh it's sort of it he's not as tall as this guy, but it makes me think sometimes of Avi Garcia of hits the ball hard and runs hard just an athlete and that's something that harold ramirez is where you look at him and you say ah, he's you look at him and you don't think he he provides the profile that he actually does so it's interesting yeah. from that perspective for sure um ulysses before we move on to the negatives uh, anything else positive wise you want to highlight with uh h ram
1: uh, i think we've covered mo- most of the the positives so far yeah
0: OK, I guess the the fact that um, and again, this is more of a humanistic type of quality or element is um, being from Colombia and the pride that he brings with that, uh, too. So um, we,
1: we, we talked about that when when in, in the meet Harold Ramirez episode, when we I, I I said that is going to be huge. And unfortunately, the Patino Ramirez, you know, uh bromance could not happen as much because you know he luis was was hurt but yeah. i i do think that that matters and thank you for for bringing that up because in colombia soccer is the, the the main sport but there are people that obviously follow baseball and he for those fans for those colombians that follow baseball Harold Ramirez is a guy they they look up to, like that, especially yeah. kids. And 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 the way that he goes about the game is such a lovely thing to know, and that he knows that people are watching back home. People are going to watch me play. How am I going to represent them? And he represents them just beautifully.
0: Yeah. I think um, I mean, again, Colombia is not venezuela or the dominican republic so i think harold ramirez in his one million dollar plus signing bonus that he got coming out of that country is going to be one of the largest for a player from we certainly um has a uh, an imprint on that community as well uh, all right uh moving along here to the negatives with harold ramirez we sort of broached over a couple of them. I think one that really stands out is uh yes, he hits the ball very hard, but those aren't exhibited in the amount of home runs, uh, getting only six for a guy of his size and a guy that's a DH first base primary guy. Um, and part of that too is uh he put together the lowest launch angle of his career. This season, which I think was around under five degrees, and one thing I'll highlight with that too is the BABIP. Uh, there could be some regression to the mean here, or maybe it just stays about the same with the elimination uh, of the shift uh, going forward in baseball. But a three fifty BABIP, so that tells me some bleeders and bloopers got through that maybe shouldn't have gone through. But then again, you could look at it another way and say, well. He hits the ball extremely hard on the ground, so they were going to get through nonetheless. But um, I think that's something to focus on where what would his batting average be if the BABIP was more average of, you know, 300 or 310.
1: Very uh, astute point of view, uh, astute point uh, from you, because the low launch angle did cause obviously so many ground balls and the ground ball percentage was at 53% or just about 52.5. Um, so that Babbit being so high, we, how many times did we see seeing eye singles from Harold? It oh, seemed yeah. like <laughs> almost, uh, you know, five per week. So that, that does cause for some head scratching and saying, okay, well, how likely is that to happen again? I remember that, 20 2008 uh, World Series run the all-star for the race or at least one of the all-stars was DeAndre Navarro and he was he was hitting like 290 but if you look at this rabbit yeah. that year I, I I bet it was like around 360 370 because there was a lot of Texas bloopers and and and, and a bunch of other stuff like that um, so it does make you wonder okay where where's Harold Ramirez who is Harold Ramirez Actually, did he just yeah. have a really good season, and he just had that Babip luck uh, for him? Because it does look like that. Another thing I do want to point out, besides the the ground ball rate and 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 the seeing eye singles, the Babip, the the BSR man uh, again, another guy who is at negative negative two point three. He's hit into five uh, double plays, ground into double plays. But if you look at the stolen bases, he got three. Caught stealings, yeah. five. Like, I was already giving Yandi the other day a lot of crap because he was at 50%. He was at three mm-hmm. uh, stolen bases and three caught stealing. He's even worse. He's even worse. So I I understand. I just said the hustle, and that is awesome to see. But with Rene Rosarena, there, we've talked about that there has to be a line of aggressiveness and then just like either carelessness or um, just being reckless. And right. I think Harold must – was a victim of not knowing where that line was a lot of the time in 2022, stretching maybe a single into a double or going from first to third, going second home. Like there were times where you you really wish you would have done the opposite thing.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah, if you look at it, negative base runner, negative defender, uh, doesn't have an arm at least according to Savant in the fourth percentile. And we mentioned it before that the approach at the plate, he doesn't walk either. Now he doesn't strike out very much, but he doesn't walk either. And I think that kind of goes back a little bit to, um, the, the CNI singles and, and not showing or exhibiting more pop is, you know, part of Harold Ramirez's approach probably is. I'm just going to try to find, if I think I can hit it, I'm going to swing at it as opposed to, I'm going to wait for a pitch that's in my wheelhouse or close to my wheelhouse. Whereas if it's a pitch that most players shouldn't have any business swinging at the, the Vladimir Guerrero approach, you know, but I, Harold Ramirez is that talented of, of a, bat to ball contact guy that he can get away with it um so i think that's something that look i i look at harold ramirez and you know we we mentioned the babbit i the expected batting average is actually um about as high as it can get but i see harold ramirez because he has such a good contact skill to him of uh he'll always be a 270 hitter 275 hitter will it be a 300 hitter i don't know that i think this might have been his his you know career high as far as that's concerned but if you you look throughout his career and even in the minor leagues and and drafted in, uh, or signed internationally that that was the that was kind of the the hallmark or the calling card of of harold ramirez but i think um you know he is what he is i, I don't know i i know that's not very profound by any means but you're basically going to get um probably on average you know between a 270 280 batting average and if you give him 450 plate appearances he'll give you 8 to 10 home runs and no oh. walks
1: I know it's the negative portion, but I do want to say something about what you just said with um his approach of the Vladimir Guerrero approach, which yeah. we all, you know, we all saw a lot of the O contact percentage, which is the percentage of times a batter makes contact swing and it pitches outside the strike zone. Um, the MLB average was around 63%. He's just a little bit above, above that at 64%. So he does. Do a better job of hitting balls outside of the strike zone than major league the the average major leaguer. If you wanted to look at somebody who is really good at that, then you would look at Yandy Diaz, who's at seventy four percent. So obviously not elite, but I I, I understand what you're saying. He he might not be a three hundred hitter again, but his his approach at the plate of you know if i see it i, I want to hit it and i and i feel comfortable at it it does make him look like a 260 270 hitter um yeah for 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 a while but again there are negatives uh, about right. his game plan and, and that could affect him how the race see him in the future kevin because if we talk about how his outlook uh might be for the 2023 season gonna throw this out there okay don't 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 go crazy on me but I feel like Carol Ramirez could very well be a one-year ray and be shipped off on a trade, be um, non-tendered. Like I, I feel like, yeah, there, 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 there is that possibility. I feel more like traded. Uh, obviously, I th- if you if you put him next to somebody else at Yarbrough or wherever, You might get a a couple of lottery tickets, like you did with G Man Choi. Mm -hmm. Maybe even better lottery tickets. But I wouldn't be surprised to hear Harold Ramirez has been traded because it the peripherals does say that this could have been the best year of his career.
0: You don't want to miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we can recommend. Uh, You can get fifty percent off any new Simply Safe system by going to simplysafecom slash locked on MLB. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash locked on MLB. There is no safe like Simply Safe. And by the way, this is their biggest discount of the year. So be sure you check that out. No, I agree with that. I think that there's a line of prospects that the Rays eventually want to get to. Jonathan Aranda, Curtis Mead, others. I also think that um, power is a big problem for this team. So, they want to upgrade that component, and if they can find somebody else who can fill in at DH or first base that can provide more than six home runs and 403 at bats, I think that's where they would look towards. Uh, same thing with G-Man Choi. You know, I think that they're just trying to um, figure out the the best combination. And and let's look at it like this: I I, I don't know what it is about Harold Ramirez, but. It's not like uh, it'd be the first time that a team has viewed him as expendable or movable. The Rays are his sixth team, right? uh, Following the Pirates, Blue Jays, Marlins, he's been traded three times, designated for assignment twice, and outrighted to the minors once. That's a lot of movement in his career. Um, Because
1: yeah, I wanna. I just looking at the Yandy Diaz player review that we did and all the stats that we accumulated. Is Harold Ramirez, is Yandy Diaz, the two version of Harold Ramirez? Is Harold Ramirez the Yandy Diaz without the software update? I mean, yes, they both. They're, uh, they're, they're, there's comparisons there, like the low launch angle, a lot of ground balls. But the problem is Yandy hits the ball harder, way, way harder. Yeah, okay, Harold Ramirez have the sprint speed, but like I feel like Harold Ramirez could become a Yandy Diaz. He could become. That. Um, but the, the only thing I is, would, yeah. I'm just saying, like, the problem is in this roster construction that you're talking about being more power, you already have a better Harold Ramirez in Yandi Diaz. So why would you also plug in a guy that is kind of clunky with the glove, might not provide you power, he hits the ground balls just like Yandi. Yandi's just a better Harold Ramirez. So why have two of the same kind of player? Maybe not same, but... Comparable. And so yeah. you do need more punch. You de- do need more power. So that's what makes Harold a little bit more expendable than Yandi.
0: Right. Absolutely. And I think that Yandi is definitely a more professional hitter as well, not to mention that he plays third base and first base better than Harold Ramirez does or would do. And uh, Yandi draws walks. That's a big difference exactly. as well. He gets on base at a much better clip. So I think there's definitely, um, a lot of truth to that. You already have basically your, your 300 hitter with not a lot of pop in Yandi Diaz. We can't afford another one and we can't afford a third one in G-Man Choi, not saying G-Man Choi is a 300 hitter, but you need to, you, you if you're the Rays. I think with the way that you're building your roster, you can't afford to have a Yandi and a Harold Ramirez. You would rather have X name who, okay, he bats 230, 240, but he's going to give us 25 to 28 home runs, whoever that is.
1: Exactly. Exactly that. So for his future with the team, uh, I, I do see it a little bit um, nebulous. I wouldn't be surprised at all whatsoever if he were to not be with the team in 2023. Yeah.
0: And I would think that if the Rays traded G-Man Choi for a little something something, that they can trade Hale Ramirez for a little something something. It's not exactly. going to be anything I think that blows the door off the the fan base, but it's a a, a it's low miner's guy Hartman. who has some potential.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. going to be another you know Hartman, and that'll be okay. Another lottery yeah. ticket.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, the question is, Ulysses, does Hale Ramirez get traded? Before spring training.
1: I don't know about before spring training, but I I would put the odds that he will be traded more than he doesn't for sure.
0: I agree. I agree. All right. uh, Let's give Harold Ramirez a grade
1: for 2022. What do you got? I am going to give him a 93, a 93. um, What he did at times, he was the best hitter uh, for a long time. Uh, in in a lot of those lineups so professionalism he did that great clubhouse guy love the fact that he's racing uh, autism awareness with his hair for his for his oldest son that's a cool thing that's a human thing gotta love that fan favorite 93
0: great minds think alike I also had a 93 and with Harold you just wonder what could have been if he didn't miss a month Due to that thumb fracture, how much more production could he have been able to provide? Maybe the Rays have, maybe they would have won 88 games instead of 86. You just never know with all of that. So uh, there it is for Hill Ramirez. It very well could be the last time that we see him in a Rays uniform. That's to be determined. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that going forward. In the meantime. Thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on Sports Today podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms.